Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Course Podcast. Welcome back, Mother. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. (laughs) Hello, everyone. And today we're going to be covering a very interesting topic that uh, anyone with children would be interested in, and it's child support. Anyone with children who's separated. Oh, yes, true. (laughs) You don't need it if you're still married. That's right, or if your kids are over high school age. Okay, that's actually a really good point. Mm. Let's start with that, and then we'll go into uh, how old... How old... Does child well, support work till? Child support works from the moment they're born until they are 18 or complete high school, whichever comes the later, or they become part of a couple, i.e. a de facto relationship. Oh. Then that ends child support as well. Oh, there you go. Yes. Okay, well, let's just start with the real basics. Then what is child support? Okay, so child support is maintenance paid um, really by both parents towards the support of the children. So what the child support um, is meant to support the kids through their education, maintenance, clothing and so forth, no matter who they live with, to Mm. make sure they're properly supported, not just given, you know, like in the bad old days, $20 a week, you know. So they're trying to make sure children of divorced families or separated families aren't disadvantaged from the community. So that's what it is. And child support came in when you were... 89? When you were around? Uh, Yes, yeah. Um, I've be acted in the pre-child support world and the post-child support agency world. Mm-hmm. So in the bad old days, it was just called child maintenance mm-hmm. and you would have to go to court to to get a court to rule how much maintenance a person should pay you if you've got the children. And the trouble with that is if something happened and you lost your job or the person who was paying you lost their job or the person who was paying you suddenly became a multimillionaire, mm. won the lotto, you'd have to go back to court to get those numbers changed, get that payment changed. Mm. And I had many clients, you know, who were ordered to pay child support or child maintenance, then they lost their jobs. So you've lost your job. You've got this maintenance debt racking up and they were supposed to then pay a lawyer to go to court to reduce the amount. So for me, I think the Child Support Agency was a great thing because the agency replaced that court process. Mm. So now there's a section of the Family Law Act says that the Family Court or Federal Circuit Court must not make any orders about child support it all goes through the Child Support Agency. If, okay. if, if you can make an application to the Child Support Agency, that's where it has to be done. So there is no child support in court? Um, well, you know, with lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> in the normal court, if both parents are in Australia, yes. there is no child support in the court, almost never. Uh if you um, are already in court on something else, the court may consider making an order to vary child support if you make an application, uh, but that rarely happens. Mm. And the other times that the court gets involved is where it's an overseas maintenance order. They can vary those. So those are very complex areas and I, I'm not going to go down that path. Okay. So as a rule, if you're an Australian person, you go to the child support agency online, log on, fill in your application, The agency looks at your income, the other person's income, the percentage of care, and do this sort of complicated sum and come up with a number. 
Okay, so let's rewind you back there for a minute. Do you have to apply for child support? No, you okay. don't. So if you feel like you're going to be fine and you don't want to... You don't have to unless you're receiving Centrelink payments or family benefit payments okay. because the government says... Have you heard the phrase protecting the public purse? Uh, but that's, that's what the Commonwealth government runs Centrelink they also run the family court right. and they're, they're not wanting people to skip out of their obligations if they can possibly pay. So if you're applying for a pension mm. of some sort um, or family payment, then the court's going to go, yes, but hang on, let's see what you're getting for child support first and then we'll pay you minus that amount. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but, but if you're not on the pension, sorry, um, a lot of people work things out between themselves. Do you mean pension as in the doll? Is that uh, kind of like, yeah, any okay. unemployment benefits or family payment, any, um, what they call means tested commonwealth oh, okay. benefit or payment. So that can affect your ability. Mm. Um, the next question is, so say you separated, you haven't fully divorced, you don't have a property settlement, you haven't got children's orders, but you kind of need help with the kids with money. Mm. Um, can you make an agreement without child support? You, without the child support agency? Yeah. Yes, uh, you can make an agreement. Um, there are agreements you could register at the child support agency or it can just shake hands on it, really. Mm. You know, you, mm. can, you can arrange your affairs however you like, as long as, as I said, you're not getting a pension mm. or betterment. But if, if you're not getting along or if you want to know precisely what you're entitled to then apply for an assessment you can apply for an assessment from the child support agency they'll look at all the details they'll come up with a number and then you've got the option of saying to the agency you know what we'll sort that out amongst ourselves now thank you for telling us how much it should be Mm -hmm. or you can say my ex is a real so-and-so and you know He hasn't paid me when he's supposed to, so how about you guys collect it for me? And Mm -hmm. they'll do that too. Okay. So So the first step, I guess, is going ahead and applying for child support. Yes. And that is relatively simple on their website. Really simple. They've changed the name recently, and the name escapes me. Um, but for the form, no, for the services, I think it's family. Oh, um, services, Australian, Australia services, something like that. that. Yes. Yes. So they've changed the name, but you go on to the MyGov website and just do it through Um, MyGov. You've got the Medicare there probably already. Um, and you can go and, um, create a login for child support. And it's quite quick and easy. And they'll see because they Commonwealth, they're, they're hand in hand with the tax department. So there's no hiding from these guys yeah um, unless you've got perhaps someone who's got a business and they're not declaring their money yeah. so but the they have huge powers really the agency mm. to trawl around and find out what your true figures are mm. if your partner ex-partner hasn't filed a tax return for a long time they will just attribute uh, a nominal figure like an imaginary figure but it will be right at the top of the scale which i can tell you makes people put their tax returns in pretty darn quick mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it has um, a facility then to for the payments to drop depending if your earning capacity dropped or go up if you suddenly earn more and they look at it every year so each year's an assessment um you know 
Their letters are terrible, though. I'm okay. sorry to say that. They write huge letters. Have you ever seen one of their letters? That you read three pages and you think, well, what, what was that? Even as a lawyer, I'm going, what was that? Do you think it's like an auto printout maybe oh. or some, some AI computer that just does think, it? Well, do you know what? They were like this in 1989. I don't think oh. they've really changed. Oh, dear. Yes. So. We're, we're coming across that a bit. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so so you'll, get, uh, you'll, you'll go online, you can mm. print out the form or yep. you can and fill it out literally online, like online. all those online forms, and it's really simple and it, it won't is. let you go to the next page until you get you've it right. Done it. Yep. Um, and once you've filled in the forms, you submit it, and then eventually someone will give you a call. I yes. think. And they do a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so you'll expect – sometimes they'll even send you a text saying just letting you know you'll receive a phone call from child support. Um, be prepared to answer your phone. It will come from a private number or it will come from this number. Isn't that clever? Mm, That's so it really gives you good. a heads up. Yes. Um, then when you answer and they might say, well, look, you've, you've filled in this form. Um, we're just going to check some of these details mm. with you. And then they'll say, and we're going to uh, notify the, the parent – of your children, the other parent that you've applied for this or that you've written this? Um, is there anything you want to change? Yeah. Um, and they tell you all the information that they're going to show. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite helpful. Yes. Um, and then and then you have to wait. They all they have very strict rules about times and 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 they've obviously got very intricate processes yes. where they follow it to the T. Mm-hmm. So if you fill out the form wrong, mm-hmm. you'll have to refill it. Yep. Um, and so then after all of that, like you said, Mum, they've got all their rules. Yep. And then they figure it out. I think there's even an estimate estimated yeah. calculator on the yeah, website. There is. There's a if you look for the child support guide, yeah. Um that's really for the general public and between you and me, I sometimes use it for my clients as well because I know the formula, but it is a beggar to work out. Mm. And, you know, they always say lawyers, if they were any good at maths, they'd be doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're word people. So that that's not a bad little rough little calculator. It might not be everything, but if you want a rough idea what you're up for, if mm. you're going to be the payer, or if you want to know what you're entitled to for your children if you're the payee, yep, do that little calculator. So it's called the Child Support Guide, and it's like a common sense English guide to the Act. Okay. I mean, really, for everything else, I go straight to the legislation. But the guide is, I think the guide is the very handy for people. Okay. And also you can ring them and just have a chat. So before yes. you even fill in any forms, you can just ring the information line yep. and just say, I'd like to talk to someone and ask them some questions. And, and they can point you in the right direction. So yeah, actually you need to good. fill in this form and you need to do this and you need to do that. So That's brilliant. Yeah, they're quite helpful, yeah. but be prepared to be put on hold. Oh, I was just going to ask you how long was the wait <laughs> well, because, oh, my word. Yes, there's a lot of the lawyers, the lawyers have a, a separate phone line because mm. they know that the clients do are paying for it. now? Oh, yes, we do. But bear in mind. People are paying our for us you yes. know, to wait. So, but to be honest, most lawyers I think would be like me. I put it on speaker and work on other files while I'm waiting. Can I ask you a question? Why would a lawyer need to talk to the child support agency? Well, sometimes the the matters get messy and it's beyond what your client can deal with. Right. So there's an authority you can fill in and get a lawyer to talk to the agency and sort things out. Uh, so there you go. we um yeah so 
sometimes, you know how you mentioned the processes, the mm. chunk, 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 chunk. Mm. Sometimes that process doesn't take into account some sort of aspect of a case, mm. and it's it's like honestly, it's like trying to turn a cruise ship around. It's that the it's just relentlessly going forward. But mm. yes, we can ring up and and talk about the legislation, and we know what to say and. And we can sometimes get penalties waived and stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah, not so often. I don't do like there's. I don't do a lot of child support work anymore, thank God, because mm-hmm. most people can manage it themselves. But okay. if it gets tough, you need to find an, a lawyer who knows the agency work. Um, that, that's a pretty narrow number of lawyers, mm. and they can help you through. But honestly, I'm impressed okay. with the agency, but I'm disappointed to hear that there's still a long wait. Well, I guess um, it does say... Uh, you know, I, I guess with COVID and everything going mm. on, uh, there's long waits for banks. There's long waits yeah, for, true. for Telstra. I mean, you, but do you know, in 1989 when it came out, um, we didn't have phones that you could walk around with. We were tethered to the phone mm. with a curly wire. Yeah. Um, that was hard. That's <laughs> that was horrible. Hard. Yes. Okay, so we shouldn't complain. No. Okay, so you've uh, you filed your application. They've gone and that that you've been given mm-hmm. an, a, um, so you usually a need a password as well. So yep. that's a really good idea, a phone password that you write it down somewhere and your number, your mm. child support child reference support number. number. So some long, ridiculous number that is incredibly hard to remember off by heart. So write it down. In two places. In write two it places. down in two places. Yeah. Yeah. And um, just even in your notes in your phone and, mm. and the password because, you know, if you are ringing up and you're stressed and upset, it's the last thing you're going to be able to remember um but once you are speaking to them they um and they've sorted something out does the money just come into your bank account do you get given it in like how how does that work Mm -hmm. it it comes there's a time lapse yeah so they'll take it out they'll take it out of the pay usually if your ex is working they'll talk to the employer and the money will come out of the pay straight into the employer or your ex can pay it straight into the child support agency. The child support agency then passes it on to you about a month behind, I think, okay. at the time. And that way there's if, – if they've – if your ex has a beef about how much child support is, what's great about that is they're fighting with the child support agency, not you. Mm. Uh, you you've just – that's mm. just removed that issue mm. for you. And uh, similarly, if they miss a few payments, then the agency will chase them up for you. Mm. So, you so know, if you've got really a high good. conflict um, relationship oh. and, you know, you need the money for the children, then at mm. least you're not having to deal with that part of the drama in yes. your divorce. And you're not going to be bullied into accepting less and therefore to the detriment, really, of the children. Mm. Uh, so it, it's... It's a good thing to have the agency there. They're they're kind of honest brokers. Mm. So, you know, they will query and question what you say. Mm -hmm. They'll query and question what the other person says. But it's a great way of keeping a record and a track. Mm. Um, There's no fudging it. If you owe money through the agency, then your statement when you print it out from MyGov will show precisely Mm. how much money is owing. And because they're hand-in-hand with the tax department and they have such strong powers, Mm. uh, if your ex doesn't pay, well, he better not be hoping for a tax return because mm. they'll yoink the tax return. Mm. Uh, they will pursue them 
people. Mm. They can stop people travelling overseas if they've got a big debt for child support. Wow. Uh, which is a bit irrelevant during COVID, yeah, well, I guess. That's not really a deterrent. But... No, but, okay. you know, and they can actually debt collect. It's actually regarded as a debt to the Commonwealth. Okay. And they collect on their behalf. They will charge penalties. Mm-hmm. You won't get those penalties. Mm. But, you know, the, the agency is... Has, has improved the lot of um, children of separated families because that, that was a real level of poverty mm. that kids were in and it's lifted a lot of them up. So um, what about, say, for example, you're going off both your tax returns, but say your children, um, you know, they have special needs mm-hmm. um, or there's, mm-hmm. you know, you, like you have to buy wheelchairs or yep. uh, that kind of stuff. Um, does that get taken into consideration? Yep. It, it's not taken into account in the first general assessment, right? Because mm-hmm. they apply the same formula to everybody. Yeah. But you can apply to vary the assessment okay. on one of, I think it's 13 grounds now. And so it'll be ground one, um, ground two, ground three, and like might be things like you're having your child more than it was expected, or uh, or a person has, or the child child is being educated in a manner that that was anticipated by you both. That is high private high school, for instance, and and yet and so the ordinary child support amount doesn't really cut it. Uh, so and I think it's ground eight. Um, that a person might have income or assets or resources that don't show up in their tax return. So, you know, some private people in private business, they arrange their tax affairs so they pay modest tax Mm. and have a really low taxable income. Mm. And yet they've got all these benefits from the business and they're Mm. driving fancy cars and, you know, all of that. So, or they might be receiving money from a trust or another company. So you can apply to vary it and give the the child support agency your evidence. It's put in a form, you fill in all the documents, you send your proof and you wait. They ask the other person for their point of view to put their documents in and then someone will make a decision about mm. usually to vary it up or maybe to vary it down depending on what the facts are. Okay. Yeah. So so the reasons are, um, first reason, the cost of raising child is significantly affected by high cost of spending time or communicating with. So that's transport, yeah. accommodation or phone calls. It's got to be pretty significant though for them to vary it. I think the percentage has got yeah. to be quite high. Reason two. Um, the cost of raising the child are significantly affected because of their special needs. So, so that's you know what we're got talking about: medical with, care, yeah, medical care, or, or tutors necessary. So, or, reason yeah. three: the cost of raising the child is significantly affected because the child is, child is being cared for, educated, or trained in the both ways the parents intended. So that's, that's yeah, I guess that's a private, private school, schools. Or I had have had people like where the children are getting are they absolute virtuosos, little prodigies on a, on an instrument. Mm. So those extra lessons and things. Okay. Reason for child support assessment is unfair because the child's income, earning capacity, property mm. or financial resources. So sometimes the kids are already working and oh. you're still they're they're under eighteen. So the agency's still asking you to pay money for these children, but you know for a fact they've got an apprenticeship mm. and they're oh, bringing okay. in money. So you can say to the agency, look, what you're saying when you apply to vary, you're saying to the registrar of the agent of the child support agency, hey, I know you've got your processes, but my case is different, different. and here is why. Yeah. Okay, reason five, child support assessment is unfair because you've paid or transferred money, goods or property to your mm-hmm. child and the receiving parent 
child the for third the party child. for the child's benefit yep. so you got to prove that with receipts yeah uh, reason six cost of raising child is significantly affected by the parent or non-parent carer child care costs and the child is under 12 years of age okay what oh. does that mean well it's just i guess if it, if a child's got to go into daycare and it's five percent of their income okay. then you can ask for That's that fair. if you've got to work yep. and then reason seven your necessary expenses are significantly reduce your capacity to support the child so this would be where you've got a certain amount of income but your day-to-day expenses uh, are so high probably because of high med- of a health issue or something okay yeah that you really can't afford to pay the, the amount of child support okay and reason eight is um it's unfair because the earning capacity property or financial resources of one or both of the parents yes and that's what i was talking about okay people with um assets that aren't being really showing up in their tax return and then reason nine the capacity to support the child is significantly reduced because your duty to maintain another child yes are special needs of that person and the cost of spending time with so is that like if someone has a has a baby Oh, yes, if that, or if you've got children from another relationship. Okay. So that you, you wouldn't want to be assessed as only having two children when you've got four. Mm. So, you know, the court, the agency doesn't want to bankrupt or beggar anybody. They just want a reasonable payment. Okay. Reason 10, I don't understand. You might need to explain this. Uh, your responsibility to support a resident child significantly reduces your capacity to support another child yes so you might have one child living with you Mm -hmm. and the other child lives with the other person okay Um, but because you've got one child living with you 100 percent of the time you might not be able to pay as much over to the other person right so there's a lot of reasons why just the basic calculator may not work for you but they work for most okay good so you go and do your um your application you wait for the child support people to call you they might ask you some more questions um you do have to to give them some fair amount of detail about your earnings and all that sort of stuff um what kind of hiccups do you see people coming across so what, what's like the most commonly asked child support dramas or questions that you see coming across your desk the, you know the worst one <clears throat> is that where they've it's usually where you've got a controlling person mm-hmm. on the other side um, and they've somehow got you to agree to collect privately Mm. and that's fine except then they don't pay the full amount okay and if you don't bring that to the attention of the agency the agency child support agency won't collect right back to when you you know they stop paying they'll only collect usually a month or so before you filed so you might lose that money so i think the biggest problem i see with the child support agency is people opting out of using it i reckon you should get an assessment even if you don't use it, even if you don't pay exactly that amount. Um, I've seen people come to me who are paying huge amounts of child support. And when I use the little calculator, um, they're paying way too much. And yet they've believed the other person and they're just paying it and they've never really checked. So I think even if you're not going to use the agency, use their calculators, get an idea of what the 
the average would be and then at least you know mm. you know what your base is and is there a are there rules do you have to keep receipts for what you spend the money on no. like what what how, how does that happen like what because okay. obviously that money is for the children mm. but how do you like yeah. do you get in trouble if you went and say i don't know went and bought a handbag instead no. so no. obviously that's not what you would do but like well, so how do they <laughs> know people, people do, are doing the right thing um well if that's a big problem do you know that that money that goes to a parent who's got the child Mm. is to be used within the household now you think about it uh, you may have to air condition a bigger house or you may need a bigger car Mm. because you've got those children and you're paying their electricity and water use and everything Mm. so it's a fallacy to say it all should go into one account and every dollar should be accounted this isn't a situation where you're like operating a trust fund for a beneficiary this is money to the parent Mm. to assist them with their role of caring for the children and you're trusted to do that you don't have to keep any receipts okay for that the money comes to you and you use it as you like okay what happens if um they have made a wrong assessment and the, the other party or has been paying too much Ooh, yes. or not enough. So what happens if they've been paying too much? Okay, so Do then, you have to pay the money back? Well, you do in okay. a way. But usually what they'll do, um, because that, that in the early days that played out quite badly mm. uh, for people. They got a shock and then there's suddenly this notice they had to pay the money back. Mm. Now what Because that kind of happens with Centrelink, doesn't it? You yeah. get it. We've overpaid you. Please give us the money back. Yes, I guess, but... With with child support, what they'll say is, therefore, you'll get this much less for the next whatever, or okay. you know, or or your partner ex partner's in credit mm. for these months. It's seldom that the agency makes a big mistake like that. Okay, um, they're pretty on the ball, and because you can just ring them, and because you can put your forms in easily to vary it. You know, if your salary's going down, you might put a form in and say, look, I'm not going to be earning as much this year. Mm. Um, And then the payment from the other party might go up accordingly. Mm. So those things can be easily adjusted now so we don't have those glaring overpayments happening now. Okay. I guess you want to ask about debt. Well, yeah, I guess so. If they don't pay. Yeah. uh, Again, like I said, it's the debt to the Commonwealth. Don't expect them to be lightning fast, uh, but, you know, if there's a debt on the books, uh, like I said, they better not be expecting a child uh, a tax return because they'll take, the agency will take that tax return and channel it to the other parent okay. um, and will pursue them for the debt. Mm. They'll find out what bank accounts they've got. They might even write to their employer and ask for extra each month to pay off these arrears. Uh, it's not a good idea to fall out with the agency. You need mm. to keep you need to keep your records clear with them. Mm-hmm. And if you're a payer, you need to pay mm. because it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. So I guess mm. that's with any government agency, Centrelink, child support, mm-hmm. your, your tax. <laughs> yep. You do not want to be dishonest. You want to just be upfront and just um, constantly be updating them, yep. get, get your tax returns in and just be honest. Yep. And in the end, you know, that money is there to help your children to mm. either whether you're paying it or receiving it. Yep. Um, you know, and it's important to help them maintain kind of what they're isn't it to yeah. maintain the life they're kind of used they would to? have had or they would yeah. have had it it's it used to be um that sometimes the man having been freed of the responsibility of children like the women were 
were with the children. Mm. The men could go out and earn a fortune maybe on the oil rigs or out in the mines and were paying $25 a week child or maintenance, you know, mm. through the courts. Uh, and these their kids sometimes were, you know, really struggling, mm. uh, bad, not a, not proper school uniforms and so yeah. forth. So, so the the motivation for starting the agency was brilliant, that the children be properly cared for by their parents mm-hmm. and also by and by to reduce the burden on the government as well for, for looking after those kids. And you can go, can you go for child support before you're divorced or do you have to wait till after you're divorced? No, you can go before you're divorced. You need to be separated. Okay. Mm. Yes. And then I guess probably one more question we, yep. before we go is what about domestic violence and child support? Well, if you've got a really domestically violent partner, uh, the child support agency does have the option for you to not collect child support. If it's going to put your life at risk, mm. they might say, look, even though you're getting a pension, even though we'd love to get the money from your ex, um, we've we've decided it's not worth it on what you've told us, so you will get your full pension and we won't pursue this person for child support. But so that happens more often than you think. Full pension, you mean they'll pay the child support instead of them? Well, well, they will. They will pay your um, single parent benefit, even though you aren't pursuing child support. Right. So they'll okay. pay the whole amount of the pension. It may not be as much as if you were getting child support, but mm. it's it's regular, solid, and it's safe. Mm. If asking for child support would put you or the children at risk. Mm. So that's something that you need to consider. Mm. Um, if you've got DV you or a manipulative and controlling person. Yeah. And if yeah. you feel like that, that um, you, the, the, you can always talk to the agents at Child Support. They yep. can talk to you about your options. And, mm. and they do, you know, there's a lot of support out there. Again, as we've talked about before for domestic yep. violence, yep. you can go and get some advice from any of the services that we've listed in the show notes. Yep. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you need to keep your children safe, but also, you know, you, you need to help. You need to stick up for them. And you know, it's a thing for Australian women in particular. Mm. Uh, They don't like to get spousal maintenance, alimony, which we talked about before. Mm. And they often will say, I'm all right. I don't need his money. I'm, I'm fine. Um, which is admirable, Mm. but you know, the kids, if they had extra money, if you had extra money coming to the household, their lives would be better. So it's not for you. It's mm. for the children. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, that's what the system's there for. Yeah. Okay. So um, another important thing that you might not know about is the child support has an app now, which is great. Oh, okay. So you can actually submit documents, letters, objections, oh, brilliant. forms, all on the app. Um, You can just check it, have a look and see what's there. You can even chat, smart chat. I I don't know if it's the the greatest AI, but you've got that option there. So things are getting really handy. Yes. And things are becoming so much more accessible, I think, as you've seen over time as as family law has gone on. Mm. So if you're considering um, applying for child support, 
then don't see it as a big scary thing that's going to take you months and mm. it, it, it really comes down to you just filling in the form get the ball rolling get yeah. the ball rolling and it, and really the agency will make the running on this do you know and it's become much more normal now yeah uh, people separating expect to have a bill from child support yeah uh, in the early days it was a big shock for people mm. they were used to getting an order that they pay 25 dollars a month or something and suddenly mm. the agency was wanting 150 a week mm. uh, and that shocked people but the it's normalized now yeah and it's expected yeah and you know there are deadbeat dads out there and, and deadbeat, deadbeat mums, mums. yeah uh, there are people who just won't pay their child support but it's one of the things the court looks at when they're deciding also who the children live with oh okay so the, ch- the court does have a look at child oh, support yeah. in yep. some aspects of yep Okay. Yeah, they, it's one of the things they look at in working out the best interests of the children. So and if, it's the extent to which a person has contributed to the maintenance and support of the child. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I think what you need to do, um, and, and we talk about, uh, we do a whole lesson on how to apply mm-hmm. for child support. Have a look um, uh, and, and register your interest if you're interested to get any more information or to even sign up to our course that's coming very soon. Yep. Um, go to the link in our bio for Instagram, the link in our bio for Facebook, or you can even go into the show notes and click the link on the bio there. Just register your name. You get a freebie for doing it and we will let you know when it comes out. But really all you need to do is make yourself a cup of tea, set aside three hours. I um, think so. Start as yeah. soon as the kids have gone to school and, and just get prepared it done. to finish by about two o'clock. And the sooner <laughs> you get it done, it's, it's rolling. It's then. rolling. Yeah. The minute you get it started, that's, you know, and, and if you've made a mistake, they'll ring you and say, hey, you've made a mistake. Yeah. So don't worry too much about making the wrong yeah. decisions or, or writing the wrong thing if, you, if you're confused about the, the question because they're always going to ring you and ask you some questions. So do yourself a favor if you, if you haven't done it yet. Um, it, do your children a favor and go on mm-hmm. apply yeah. or if if you know you're the one who's earning all the money and you, you can still you can, apply you can apply to find the, out what you should be paying yeah, to do the right thing and and maybe take a little bit of pressure off and it, you know if yeah. you're in an amicable relationship i think that would just make life even more amicable yeah and it's good for the children yeah all right um oh very importantly though um with in regards to children and child support it's a really good idea never to talk about it with to the, the kids, children. No, so and the children shouldn't have a clue yeah. about who pays what or what is paid or the amount or like the big no-no that I've learned mm. in the, um, the parenting order programs is do not tell your children I give how much they such cost and such this money yes. or I have to spend all my money on you and I have no money mm. all that kind of stuff is a big no-no oh, it makes the children feel terrible because even though you're providing them some money you're then emotionally hurting them yeah yeah so don't do that don't do that but if you are out there and you're listening to this and you would like to learn more jump on to our Facebook and follow us and Instagram yep. because we do lives and we do Q&As so yep. you've our we, last episode was a Q&A if you're interested um, yep. let us know we do your questions anonymously as well and again as in every episode all the people that we refer to or examples that we give are fictitious imaginary yeah so no um, rep, no no relation anyone living or dead yes so you don't need to worry about that you no one is ever 
referred to because it's all just to help you guys to 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 find your way through this divorce so thanks for listening thanks for all your reviews and we will catch you next week thanks bye everyone if you found this podcast helpful we'd love it if you could rate review and subscribe by doing so you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording in 2020.